life can throw crazy curveballs your way and you never know what tomorrow will bring, but one thing you can do is try to be prepared. Pretty Unprepared is a podcast hosted by me, Pamela Valdez, all about being the best version of yourself while preparing for the life you want and deserve. With this podcast, we are targeting millennials, content creators, students, creative individuals, and more looking to gain insight on all things social media, living your best life, self-confidence, love, building your career from the ground up, landing internships, secrets to working with brands, and so much more. Tune in every Monday at 8 a.m. for a brand new episode. Hey guys, welcome back to Pretty Unprepared. Today, we are talking all about reading, my reading tips, how to get back into it, some of my favorite books, tips, annotating, and more. Reading is something that I used to have so much time to do when I was younger and now that I'm older I feel like life has gotten so much more busy as it does But we should still prioritize the little things that make us happy and can help us disconnect And for me that has been reading and it is truly something that I love so much and i've grown to love it again So let's dive right in Last May was when I actually fully got back into reading and I was sucked into book talk one day as anybody does and everyone was blowing up Colleen Hoover during this time like it was just her peak era and I was like who is this girl why is everybody talking about her and me having FOMO I was like I need to read one of her books and see what all the hype is about and so last May I ordered one of her books called Hopeless which is a book that I randomly picked up I saw some people talking about it on book talk that it's like very heart-wrenching and that there's a lot of trigger warnings like all that stuff so after reading all of that information and seeing how this was supposedly like a really good book i was like i'm gonna order it so i think i ordered it off of amazon because i immediately wanted it the next day and when i tell you guys it took me weeks to get through this book i'm not even kidding like it literally took me so long to get through it because i had not read in so long i was like i'm just gonna keep picking up my phone I'm not really going to get too interested. Like, it was so hard for me to focus. But fortunately, after several hard weeks, I pushed through and I loved the ending of the book. I really loved the feeling of finishing it and just everything overall, like the storyline, the plot. It was a really good book. I even ended up making a Goodreads review about it. And guys, I went all summer after this without reading again because life got crazy. I ended up going to Europe for like three and a half weeks. I went to the Hamptons for my birthday. I went to Pennsylvania for my grandma's birthday. I was working in New York as like an assistant. And then I was also working in my hometown. Like last summer, I was truly everywhere at the same time. And I did not have time for reading in all honesty. So at the end of the summer in August, I picked up the Unhoneymooners because my mom was like, we're going to PA for your grandma's birthday, which is Pennsylvania. And we went. I ended up finishing that book throughout the entire weekend there. It took me like three days to get through it. And that kicked off my reading journey, but for real this time. So since last summer, I think I've read about 13 books, which is not a lot. 
in my opinion like i feel like i definitely could have gone through so many more but i just life got in the way and there was so much going on so right now i'm actually on my fourth book of the month i'm recording this right now in march so when you guys listen to this it's going to be april but as of march i finished four books which is so crazy and i fell into a slump in the beginning of the year because i was reading a book on my kindle it was really good and then afterward i switched over to a physical book and for some reason i just could not get into it in the beginning it was like a little bit slow but i ended up loving it it was definitely on one of my five star lists it was called magnolia parks by jessa hastings and if you guys know anything about that book you know but yeah so i am really hoping that by the end of the year i can hit my reading goal which i want to try to read 100 books this year so let's see if i can do that and what i love about reading is i feel like it truly just gets you out of the environment that you're in like you are just captured into a whole nother world you get to escape you get attached to characters that you don't even know that exist and it's so heartbreaking yet so fun at the same time and you just get to be in a whole nother world so i really love that and also just being able to disconnect from social media and being off my phone for a while is so good like on saturday i went to new york with my boyfriend for his birthday and when i got back home my family was having like this party thing and my mom was going i was like i'm gonna stay home and i ended up reading for like three hours straight i legit read like 200 pages of my book and it was so good but again it's moments like that where you just get so engulfed in the entire storyline the characters and you get sucked in and you're like i want to know what's gonna happen so I really want to challenge myself for next month and try to read a little bit more and I actually have some tips for you guys that I am now going to give you. Here are some of my favorite tips that can definitely help you get back into reading and make it fun. So figure out what is your favorite genre. I know that this can be really hard especially when you want to get back back into reading and you don't know what exactly you want to read i would just figure out what do you think is going to get you the most interested like i know for me i did not want to dive right into a fantasy book or anything that had world building because i just wanted something super simple easy and quick for me to go through i didn't want to do too much thinking like honestly the simpler the better for me and that was what i knew that i wanted to do in the beginning so reading a colleen hoover book as my first book was probably not the best idea which is i think why it was so hard for me to get through it because i was literally going right into a book with so many trigger warnings and just things that you need to know like before reading a book like that it's very heavy and when i had gotten through that it was a lot but i did really like it but again, I'm someone who is more of a romance girly, so definitely figure out what is the genre that you like, and there's so many kinds of books out there. There's fantasy, nonfiction, romance, rom-com, thrillers, like truly just go through some reviews, see some stuff on book talk, and pick it up. Your first book doesn't have to be a five-star read. It's really just to get you in there. Obviously, if it is a five-star read, that would be so good, but you don't have to be too hard on yourself. Also, go to Barnes & Noble, check out Target, order online from Amazon if you want anything the next day. I love going to Barnes & Noble, 
but I'm closer to a Target. So that's usually where I go if I want to just see like some books that are on sale. Target always has 20% off books. There was one that I just got last week from Barnes & Noble that was like $17 plus the tax in New York. So I got two books for like $36. And then when I went to Target yesterday, they had the book for literally $8. So I'm just going to check Target from now on before I impulsively go to Barnes and Noble and spend like $30 on two books but yeah so see whatever is closest to you or if you even want to order it off Amazon but I feel like it's such a fun experience to just go in person my other tip is always have a book ready to go after you're done finishing the one that you're currently reading just to keep up that excitement i know that i am someone who i can quickly go into a reading slump which basically means that you have no excitement or gravitation towards any books or maybe you're reading books and you just don't have that attachment or feeling after you're done reading it like i know after i'm done reading a good book i will sit on that character and that storyline for days and i literally will just think about that book and how it ended and think so badly like i wish these characters existed so when it comes to reading a really good book that's one thing that can suck and it can definitely put you in a reading slump i know after i finished um every summer after which is a book that i just read i think like a week and a half ago or last week i could not stop thinking about the characters for the entire days like after that i was even texting my boyfriend and i was like i'm so sad that these people don't exist like this book literally ripped my heart put it back together ripped it again and then put it back together in the end like that is literally how i felt after i was done reading it and i also read two of tessa bailey's books last year which was one of the worst things that i could have ever done because it truly ruined reading for me like i don't like to hate on authors especially because everyone has their own reading style but i read a tessa bailey book last year i think it was it happened one summer it was really bad and I just, I did not like it. And then I ended up reading another book. Um, I forgot the name of that one, but it was like about building and the guy was like a construction worker or something like that. And he was like a baseball player. It was something related to that. And I did not like it at all. It was so bad. And that, like reading two books from the same author that I didn't like back to back, I read a second book after the same author because I was like, maybe this is gonna like, Maybe her second book is better than the one that I just read, but I was so wrong and that put me in the biggest slump for a long time and I do not have the guts. I don't have the heart to not finish a book. I would never DNF a book, which basically means did not finish. Like I would never DNF. So I got through it. It was really bad and then I did not read for like a month. So it's really important to just have another book ready after you're done reading so that you can just keep up that excitement. And if you don't like an author, don't force yourself to read another book from that same one. Sometimes it can be a really good situation where the author, that first book you read, it wasn't good and then you switch over to another one and it was so good. Or it can be the opposite. You read a really bad book from her and then you read another one and it's really good. It could totally be like a hit or miss. But again, just I feel like having another book right after you're done with the first one to get you right into another one is really good. This is my third tip, which guys, I love this. And that is finding your space online, such as booktubers, book talk, and 
finding people online that can excite you to get you to want to read more. I love doing this so much and the reason why is because I don't have any friends in real life that like reading. My boyfriend doesn't like reading. Like I don't know anyone else in person in my life who likes to that reads the same thing as me. So I have found my group of people on YouTube and TikTok that I really like to watch and their videos really inspire me and get me motivated to want to read books. So listening to their recommendations and watching their videos, I feel like can also be really helpful to get you excited. Um, for me, like I said before, I don't have anyone who reads the books that I read or just like reads a lot in general. So being able to find people online that I'm subscribed to and kind of get excited when they are talking about the books that they're reading or what they're going to be having on their reading list for the following month I think is so fun and if you guys want to find some specific people that I like to watch I'll definitely leave their names in the description of this podcast episode but I really like Steph Borer, Sarah Caroli, Larry Reeds, Nikki's Book Nook, and Rachel Catherine, those are my top girlies for reading. Like their books, put their videos put me in such a good mood. And what I also like about watching these other booktubers and like people on social media is that you get introduced to new books, new recommendations, and new topics that you probably didn't think you were ever gonna read. So I'm a huge romance girly, romance nerd, whatever you want to call it. And these booktubers don't just read romance. They also read fantasy books, like things with world building and mysteries and thrillers. And like I said, in the beginning, I swore that I was never going to read any other genre that was not romance because I am a romantic at heart. Like I truly am a hopeless romantic. And so reading about that is just so fun for me. But I was watching a video today from Sarah Crowley where she was doing like a getting out of a reading slump video and in there she actually mentioned this like fantasy book that she really liked. I forgot the name of it but I but I put it on my Goodreads like want to read list and again I would have never known about that if I didn't watch her videos and if I didn't hear her talking about it so that's another way to also get really excited about reading. Next tip is make a Goodreads account and follow your favorite booktubers or people from Book Talk on there. Like I just mentioned, I have all my favorite people that I like watching online and a lot of them have Goodreads accounts. So following them and seeing books that they're currently reading and that they recommend and just their reviews on there I think is really fun as well because again, you kind of feel like you're connected to them. And I know some YouTubers that I watch actually have their own book clubs online that I think you can be a part of if you guys don't know i know patreon you can pay to be in these book clubs i don't know how much they are a month i haven't actually clicked on any of the links but i have heard i know sarah crowley has talked about it so when you are listening or watching these booktubers online and you hear that they have a book club i think that could also be really fun as a way to find your own community and other people online and joining those little communities as well to of course get more recommendations and even make little friends as well digitally annotating your books is another fun way to spice up reading and make it a little bit more fun i have not done this yet just because i I don't have the courage yet to use highlighters on my books or write in them because I just love the copy of how they are. They're just like so clean and nice. But one day I do want to go back into all of my favorite books that I've ever read and annotate them and highlight them. And I 
really wish that I had a friend that liked reading so I could annotate a book for her because I see all the time people on booktube like specifically I know Steph Borer said that she had a friend who annotated a book for her and then she annotated a book back for her friend like for her birthday and I just thought that that was the sweetest and purest thing ever like that's such a cute thing to do in friendship so maybe one day if like my boyfriend wants to do that that would be really fun but annotating and doing things like that I think can also be fun and annotating doesn't have to be like how you do it in school or like for homework you can literally just have specific colors to narrate certain things in the book that you like maybe good moments sad moments quotes character development etc anything that stands out to you you could have specific colors for that and i think that that could make it super fun i don't use highlighters i actually use little post-it tabs and i like to tab my books and these are like two dollars at target i really like them you can obviously go to the dollar store but i really like tabbing my books because going back into it in the specific pages rereading stuff it's just so fun for me dedicating time each day into reading as well and setting a timer is another great way to get back into it i know that there was this app that i was watching a lot of sarah crowley today so she was the one who actually said this but in her video where she was trying to get out of a reading slump she said that there's this app i think it's called flora and you set a timer but every time you go on your phone you like you're you have a garden on that app and your flowers will like die and go back to the beginning if you keep going on your phone after you set the timer and i thought that was so cute and she said that you can grow like a bunch of different gardens and have all your flowers together so it's not just like one flower just growing and dying it's literally just gardens that you can create just by not being on your phone and setting timers and i thought that, that was the cutest thing ever so you can even do something like that if you feel like you keep going on your phone or you don't know how to dedicate a certain amount of time to reading whether it's like before bed or maybe at the end of the day something else that a lot of booktubers that i watch do is they have tbr jars and tbr means to be read so you can make a jar with a list of different papers with with themes that you can follow so you grab a bunch of little post-its or pieces of paper and you fill it up inside the jar and on each piece of paper you can write different prompts such as pick a book with a person on the cover pick a book with yellow on the cover a number in the title a book based on a true story a book with over 500 pages etc like you can go online and find a bunch of different um tbr prompts that can definitely get you into reading fun things and you obviously need to either have these books already at home or maybe you have a list online of books that you already want to read so you can just order them after you're doing your tbr jar and this is something that i actually want to do over the summer because right now i want to get through all of the books that are on my bookshelf i'm just so sick of seeing them i feel like they've been on my bookshelf for so long and i just want to get rid of them and by get rid of them i mean like i want to read them and then just completely start new and get some new books just fresh for the summer and really get that summer vibe going so doing little things like that maybe making like a little space in your room for the books or again like the tbr jar going out and doing that i think is also so cute and i really 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 want to do that 
Something else that's also very important for me is changing up my environment. I love going to the park to read, reading in my bed, reading in a little book and uh, reading in a little nook in my house, whether it's like on the couch in the living room or making a spot for yourself in your room that's like a little special spot. I don't have a huge room, so I don't, I can't put like a cute chair and just read there. I usually read in my bed and that helps me go to sleep at night. It gets me a little bit tired unless it's a really good book. I'm not gonna get tired but yesterday I went to the park with my sister and it was a beautiful day out. It was a little bit windy but it was a stunning day out and we went there with our books. We sat on a bench. She sat on the grass and it was so fun to just sit there and be in front of the water and read and be in this whole new environment with our books. So I think changing up your environments can also be really helpful, especially if you cannot concentrate in your own house. Lastly is having a template or something online that you can go back to and write your own notes and your thoughts I think is really important. I know Steph Bohr never had a Goodreads account up until a few months ago and she would write all of her thoughts and her notes in a little notebook which I think is really cute but I get so many thoughts and so many things I don't want to write it down I want to type it so I actually have a notion template where I think it's called book reading list and this is something that notion already had like pre-made so I just created that like I customized it on my own but notion already had a reading template or like a reading list where you can go in and input your authors that you read books all that stuff and I like to write my own little notes on the books that I read and my own reviews and then in the future I like to go back and see like what did I think of this book or like what happened in this book that made me think what the heck and that's just so fun for me sometimes I put my reviews on goodreads if I think it's worth it but a lot of times than not I usually just keep the notes for myself in notion In conclusion, to wrap up today's episode, I'm going to give you guys some of my favorite books that I have read and that I definitely think you guys should pick up. So I just read Every Summer After last week and it was so good, guys. Like It was really, really good. That was the book that I had mentioned earlier in this episode that literally had me rethinking my entire life. Like It was so cute and it was a second chance romance. It was like childhood friends. They went a decade without talking. When they were adults, they reconnected again and the love is still there. Like their love never went away. And books like that where there's romance, but a little bit of like heart wrenching, like just heartbreaking things that happen in between with the storyline really gets me and I'm a sucker for that. I also really liked The American Roommate Experiment and The Spanish Love Deception. These two books are by Elena Armas and I read them last year, literally within the span of, I think, a week. It took me two or three days to read each of them. Super quick, easy, fun reads. Those are definitely two five-star reads for me. I love Elena Armas' writing and I actually want to go back and reread it during the summer because it was just such a cute vibe especially the spanish love deception because in that book the girl lena goes to a, a wedding in spain and i think reading about that would be so fun in the summer but i also really liked magnolia parks i just read that one two weeks ago magnolia parks is a book that you either love or you hate and 
when you read it you will understand it is about a toxic relationship between the girl magnolia parks and the guy bj ballantyne aka baxter james and he is a terrible boyfriend she's a terrible girlfriend well she's not super bad it's mainly him and she acts the way that she does because of what he does in the book and he's like it's just so insane it's just back and forth drama cheating drugs alcohol that book is literally gossip girl in london with a euphoria plot like that is literally what the book is about and it's really really good i also like love in other words the unhoneymooners the hating game and the deal i just finished the deal yesterday and now i'm reading the second book in the off-campus series which is called the mistake so i'm probably going to read that right after this and take a little lunch break but i really love those books and if you guys want to follow my goodreads account definitely do that i'm also going to leave it linked in this episode template like the description and again just to help you guys get back into reading make it fun it's not supposed to be something that you're forcing yourself to do obviously that first book that you get through it's going to be hard because you probably have not read in years or maybe you haven't read in a few months and you just don't know what book is going to get you back into that excitement but i really 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 recommend finding people online and finding that little community of youtubers that you like watching that talk about reading because it can be really helpful when you see someone else talk about reading and it could definitely want to help you get back into it you can also learn new genres from them learn new recommendations and you just feel like you're part of one really big booktube community Thank you guys so much for listening to Pretty and Prepared and make sure to tune in every Monday for new episodes at 8 a.m. And my DMs are open for any podcast episode ideas you guys have or if you guys just want to talk and I will see you guys next week. Bye.